Welcome to The Main Thing. I am your host, Evan Borelli, and each week I'm going to bring you conversations around keeping God at the forefront of your life and how to keep your mind sharp in a chaotic world. Let these words drive you and inspire you to always be better. Hey everybody, what's going on? Glad that we're all back together again for another uh, installment of The Main Thing. Last week, obviously, you guys know I was off. I just didn't post a little word of encouragement last week because this week it's actually a little bit, uh, it took a little longer to prep for this actual podcast because um, we have a special guest this week, but he's not actually with us uh, in person today. Um, He actually, um, as I like to say, punched the golden ticket. Um, He, uh, my really good friend Rashad Graham uh, passed away almost two weeks ago and uh, it's just been kind of hard, but Rashad was a very, very, very good, great man of God. He worked for FCA, and he was also the chaplain for the uh, Citadel Bulldogs, so go dogs. And he really just kind of embodied the example when it came to people that I look up to in regards to you know encouraging others, loving everybody, and always being there for really anyone that he ever comes in contact with. So he had actually planned on being on this podcast with me, reached out to me about six weeks ago or so. I was at drill one weekend and he called me. He was saying all kinds of really good, encouraging things, but we had planned to have him on this podcast, but I figured I'd still um, still have him on just in a little bit of a different way. So I was just going to talk about him for a little bit. And I actually have something special for you guys. Two of my other buddies kind of gave words to me, so I'll have them on uh, here in a little bit. Um, that was Devon Chapman and Justin Kraft, two close friends of mine, graduated with me, um, and they were also very close with Rashad, so they kind of had some uh, little tidbits of sort of who Rashad was, and I know Rashad's looking down on this whole podcast right now, getting all hyped up, because he, he definitely liked what I was doing. He told me one time he was driving for a while, and he was like, yeah, man, just figured I'd get, my, get myself a little Borelli motivation turn on that podcast, man, you're killing it. So <laughs> I always appreciated when he would reach out or, uh, you know, boost boost my podcast because it always makes me, you know, feel like I'm doing a good job when, when someone reaches out. Um, so I just, I try to do the best I can. But now that, now that he's not around physically, but he's here spiritually, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about him and obviously have my two buddies and also give you a little, t- little taste or tidbit audio of him himself. So I'll, uh, I'll have that in this podcast as well, but um, as we kind of kick things off, man, Rashad was just, like I said, you know, man of God, motivator, just a total inspiration, and he really embodied what it meant to be a, a Citadel man, as we call it, um, in the, our little Citadel bubble, um, just living a life of honor and, and faith, um, and my experiences with Rashad were honestly life-changing. Um, as a junior, I had a role on campus where I, you know, had to talk to a lot of people and lead, you know, a handful of cadets, and Rashad uh, could always (laughs) humble me real quick, um, just with a few words of scripture, or maybe some flutter kicks, (laughs) or some push-ups, he was always one of those guys that would hit you real hard, not physically, but just kind of come up to you and give you some encouragement, because he kind of just had that way of knowing when someone was having a rough day, and if I was ever having a rough time of it after like a meeting or something like that, he really knew how to lift my spirits, um, and honestly, he was never really not smiling, which <laughs> I thought was awesome. Uh, he always had a way to really turn a bad day great. You know, Rashad, you really know how to fire me up. So <laughs> we had this uh, 
uh, speaking of getting fired up, we had this crazy long handshake, and I talk about this with uh, Devon and, and Justin, and I mean, it required like some serious practice. <laughs> we had like, I would shoot a bow and arrow, he hit the three, our hands, like all kinds of handshake movements. I had to practice her for like two days before I got it right. Um, <laughs> and one time I messed up, and he was like, Borelli, you're killing me, dog, come on, man. Um, but we would always do it before like formations and stuff, and it would be in front of a lot of people, we'd do it, and he'd be like, let's go, so he'd always be able to like fire everybody up, but truly, Rashad, man, like you, you've, you've touched me more than most spiritual leaders, just telling me how important it is to be that person, you would always say that, be that person to glorify God, and, and to live a life full of faith, because that's really what's most important, and just change, changing their hearts, you know, like if you, if, you know, I come into contact with somebody, and I feel like they might be going through something. Just talk to them and and be that encouraging source because I might be the only Christian they come in contact with. And you always reminded me of how important it is to do this podcast and to get the get the scripture out there and to like like I always say, keep the main thing the main thing. That was one of Rashad's. That was his life goal, and he satisfied that goal pretty fast. And you know, if he was still here on Earth, he would have he probably would have been a pastor and would have changed even even more lives than he already did. And like I was saying before, our, our last phone call was was about this podcast and how you like getting a, a daily dose of Borelli motivation <laughs> when you have some kind of long drive and you wanted to be on this, but, you know, obviously I'm still... <laughs> I still got you, buddy. Don't worry. We're, uh, we're doing something nice for you. So your legacy is definitely going to live on and your legacy is going to continue and I really hope that you guys all kind of get some inspiration out of what my buddies and I have to say and obviously what the little tidbit is with Rashad himself speaking. So um, I know he's always he's always eager to take the mic. So um, I'll leave you guys to that. But um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I really, really just love the fact that I can have Rashad in my spirit. Um, he really fires me up, motivates me when I, whenever I listen to a clip of his or just kind of pray, you know, pray to God and I can kind of feel his spirit. Um, so... I got something special for you, man, and I hope this uh, I hope this does it justice to the fact that you were actually going to be on this podcast, but um, I hope you guys enjoy it, and let's take a look. What's going on, guys? We're here again with another 30-day challenge. Listen, I've been getting a lot of messages about what's the key to success. How can I be successful? Listen, there's no secret aspects to success, right? There's no little thing you can do to be successful. All right, listen, everybody knows about waking up at 5 a.m. Everybody knows about you got to be working while your opponent's asleep. There's a catch to success. If you want to be successful, you just got to make a decision. That's all you got to do. I think about world-class athletes like Kurt Warner, Mike Tyson, Bernard Hopkins, Drew Brees. Listen, these guys had obstacles in their life. They overcame those obstacles, made a decision that they were going to be successful, and that's what you have to do. When it comes to getting in shape, when it comes to getting this body right, you got to work hard at it because success is not going to be easy. You got to pay the price to be successful, right? So check this out. What are we going to do? Next 30 days, just like last summer, you're going to do something every single day to get this body right. But at the same time, and even more important, you're going to do something to strengthen your relationship with the Lord. He loves you. He died on the cross for you. So you need to do something every single day to make sure that you've reached intimacy with him, that you know him personally. That's what we're going to do. 30 days straight, 30 day challenge. We're going to be all in to fix this body and to strengthen that relationship with the Lord. For anybody, anybody who wants to join, we want you to join right now. Lake City FCA, next 30 day challenge. This is going to be way better than last summer. We're going to, listen, 
Check this out. This is what we're going to do. Everyone's going to post. You can post on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever. Hashtag all in. Hashtag 30 day challenge. We're going to get this thing straight. First Corinthians 6 and 19 says that your body that you live in, it ain't even yours. It's a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. So you got to take care of this. you got to diet right. you got to work out because this ain't even yours. This is for the Lord. So imagine if you had something for the Lord and you had to give it to him. How would you want to look? you got to take care of this body. Give me two. All in. Give me two. All in. Give me two. Well, so, uh, so how are you doing, man? How's it going? been good uh been very real good I, I ain't i ain't doing much i'm just i just been working and you know just just living you know just 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 trying to figure out this adulting thing and all that stuff <laughs> that's what i'm talking about man good old good old divine chapman keeping that smile going you know what i'm saying <laughs> trying to man trying to you know it's it's it's, it's easy you know if you look around to to not, you know, allow yourself to smile when you focus on all the crap that's going on around around us. Them, them pearly white, them pearly white teeth coming out shining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> something else. That's you. That, that's all you, baby. All you. <laughs> um, hey, well, I just want to say, dude, I am very much appreciative of you um, taking time out of your day um, to talk for a little bit. I mean, I, I know we don't talk super often, but. I know that you're always a call or text away to, you know, hash out some conversation or talk about some stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Always. You're like, you're like one of those guys that like, I always, I think about you every now and then. And I'm like, yeah, I know he's smiling somewhere doing something good. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying. Um, yeah. So I guess the point of today was um, I'm doing sort of like a Rashad tribute um, okay. on my podcast. So I don't know if you've yep. seen my platform before, but. Um, I've been fun. on there. I, I'm pretty sure I tried to follow it, but I've, I've, I've definitely been on there. I need to get, get some more in. <laughs> yeah. Get some more Borelli motivation as, as Rashad to. calls it. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's all, it's all faith-based, right? It's called the main thing. Um, but yep. what I wanted to do today was talk to some people from school that I know that Rashad probably had an impact on, um, and, you know, and just talk about, sort of like the, the mark that he left on us. Um, I have some stuff that I've just, um, I got a handful of people that I'm talking to. So I was just going to ask you, like, when you think of Rashad, like what, what, like what comes to your mind? It was something that, um, what I would say is that when I think of Rashad, the first thing that comes to my mind is simply a man who lived an unwasted life and, 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 and with so much freedom. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing that whenever I can think about and reflect on Rashad's life, even just from a distance, even from, you know, just over the past couple of years, just observing his life and just every once in a while, you know, I, I probably talked when probably about a month ago, we caught up. Um, we didn't talk often, but, it's as simple as that. It's just, it's the fact that man, that this guy lived life boldly, freely, and he didn't waste it. Yeah, absolutely. He didn't waste it. I love that. I, I could not agree with that more. I was like, I was thinking about all this stuff. Well, first of all, when it first happened, I like, I, I was in like disbelief. 
I still don't think I believe it. If if, if I'm no. honest, like I, I'm still in a twilight surreal zone. If if I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I would say, and man, I I got up the other morning and and I was just beat. I'm I'm not joking. I got up the other morning and I was just trying to figure out. I was just like, how and why? Like I my mind, I'm just like, this this can't be. Like there yeah. there's no way. Well, someone I forget who I was talking to, but someone was saying like. The impact that Rashad had, dude, people, people go their whole lives. They live a full life of like 80 years and they might not have the same impact. Like to him talking to anybody, like even me, man, like we weren't like best buds, but the time when I was a junior in college and he was a company commander, we were in the same building. Dude, he, impact, he, he doesn't even realize, well, he probably realizes now looking down on us, but like he, yeah. he didn't realize as a human like the type of impact that he had, like I'd be having a rough day and we had this really long handshake we'd do. <laughs> like, yeah. He would like scream my name. He'd be like, really? And I'd be like, Rashad. And then we would like do some long handshake it involved, like shooting a bow and arrow and like hitting a three. It's like the longest. <laughs> and he'd be like, let's it. go. He'd be like screaming after it. Like, but I would be having a rough day, like rough class. I'd come back to the barracks and he'd like, we do the shake and then I'd be good for the rest of the day. There's something as simple as that. Yeah. Ridiculous. And, 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 and so uh, another thing about Rashad that I really appreciate and that I just observed, I mean, you know, it, a lot of the stuff that I took from Rashad or that I was able to learn from Rashad was nothing that we ever talked about, nothing that we ever had discussions about, but just stuff that I was able to observe about the man's life because of the way in which he lived it. Yeah. Like it, it was, he lived in such a powerful and intentional way that you couldn't help but notice, you couldn't help but pick up, you couldn't help but observe the way in which he lived. A lot of that stuff was not not in conversation. It was not in, you know, words. It was just the way that he lived. And it was just powerful. Um, yeah. And it always inspired me from a distance. Always. I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree with that fully. There was, um, there was a day, I want to call it like... I want to say, man, not even a month ago, I was actually at drill and he, so we were texting back and forth. Cause I, whenever I post uh, like on Instagram of my podcast, he would like reply to it with all the fire emojis. He would do the let's go. Like, and, like, with, like, it, would, like this it. Long, it would be like a whole paragraph of let's go, you know, like a huge, like he'd be so hyped about it. Yeah. He like, Hey man, we got to catch up. And I'm like, absolutely brother. So like he called me when I was at drill. He was like, dude, talk to me about this podcast. Like, what is up with this, bro? He was like super fired up about it. I was like, well, man, I should like, I should have you on because you're like, talk about man of God. That man embodied right. what we all strive to do right. when it comes to living a faithful life. Like, I was like, dude, I gotta get you on this podcast because you're always fired up. You, you'll add some razzle dazzle. Like, I'm, I'm still getting used to this whole talking in the microphone. Like, you got it figured right. out. So I gotta get you on. You got it. He was like, he was like, let's go, let's go, dude. He was like. All right, let's figure it out. So, like, I know in a couple of weeks I'll be like open and I'll be free, and it was literally gonna be like in a couple of weeks from now. We were like planning on doing it. Wow. And I was like, absolutely, dude. Like, whenever you're free, man. Like, we'll get like, well, I'll have you on. And and he was like, yeah, man, I gotta get you to like fill out all this FCA. So, like, he wanted me to get involved in FCA down in Charleston, but I'm living in Charlotte. He was like, I don't even care where you live. That's right. So he sent me the form, and I was like filling out all this FCA stuff. He was like, "I gotta get you down here. Like, you gotta talk to these boys and like fire them all up." He's like, "Cause you're all about that energy. I love oh, you, man. dude. Like, you get me so fired up." Oh man, my heart, my heart. 
No, but even when I was like writing stuff down, like before we started our conversation, I'm like, I like feel him more. I'm like I'm telling you. I'm like, come on, Rashad, you better hit me with something else. <laughs> I'm telling you, and you and and you know it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh-huh, yep. Man, but see, and but and 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 that's the thing about people like Rashad is that he understood how impactful that we as humans can be in each other's lives. He realized how powerful we as humans can be in each other's lives. And yeah. because there's a lot of people who don't get that, Mm-mm. but it's so true that human to human connection, that human to human relationship, uh, because life's about relationships. He understood the power in that and he leveraged that for the gospel and for Jesus and for God. He yeah. leveraged every bit of his life for that horizontal relationship because he already understood and he was so secure and he was overflowing in that vertical relationship. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and, and man, it, it, for someone to get that and to live that so freely, I've never seen it. Dude, he, he grasped the concept of like, cause we hear in the Bible and talk about the whole point of Jesus and the relationship that he like, right. It's so that when he goes to heaven, Jesus, now he's inside of all of us as as believers in him. And now we That's are right. supposed to be the vessel for other people. Exactly. Because he's not physically here anymore, right? But like now we are, right? So we if he's inside me, right. it's my job. It's your job, right? It was Rashad's job, right? To be yeah, like, right. to be what you said, that, that horizontal line of like, all right, well, I got Jesus in me. You know, if I see someone struggling, I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to tell them, you know, really like how to live a fulfilled life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He he had that he had that concept grasped to the T, dude. You don't see that often because people are so trapped in what's going on around them in the world. But to I felt the way you said it because it's 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 to a point where you can't really express it. But for someone to know that so purely and and, and to live that so honestly and so faithfully, it's it's so it's so it, man. I it it it, it was incredible and and I was. I was continually in awe of the things that Rashad was doing. Um, and I'll, I'll share this story really quickly. One of the most things that I, that encouraged me most about Rashad and his life and the way that showed me that, man, this guy is going to relentlessly pursue Jesus and relentlessly re- pursue others was when he laid down his, I mean, you know, the, the man's in boot camp, the man's at OCS, the man's, the, the man's Dude, at the Mason school. That. I'm, I'm, that 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 is still with me because it still speaks to me because he laid everything down that would have to the world's perspective you know given him that you know ominous dominus deal you know christened him as you know what yep you know he's man he's doing great he's killing it in marine corps ocs you know he's killing he's doing great why not keep doing that but he realized and he understood the fact that there's something more and there's something bigger than me chasing this. God has called me to much more and God has called me to his people. And he was bold enough and he had faith enough to abandon that and to chase Christ. Yeah. And he blessed people when he did it. Oh my God. He blessed people. Unbelievable, dude. I had forgotten that that was even part of his like story. That is, that is one thing that I still, I look at and I'm just like, man, the, the, the freedom and the, the abandon with what, with which Rashad lived it is. I mean, I'm sure there's there's so many more examples, but I see that and I'm just like, wow, to walk away from what many people would have said, hey, man, you're doing great. Like, why would you quit something like that? Why would you walk away from something like that? 
Yeah. It's because he understood what life's about. He understood the bigger picture. He understood that God had called him to much more. And I get chills as I'm talking about it because as I think about it, you knew Rashad was talking to God, right? You knew he was talking to God because why do you leave something like that to go and minister the gospel and then just, you know, with with the latest circumstances and and him being taken away from us, man, you you just knew he was talking to God. You knew that he was doing and living out his purpose because of us having this conversation right here because of many others who can reflect on his life and say, man, I've been impacted – and I've been influenced in a positive way by this man. Unreal, dude. Absolutely unreal. It's incredible. And, you know, we, and like when it all first happens, we're like, well, like, why so soon? But then we have to take a step back and realize, like, look, the whole purpose of us believing in Jesus and fulfilling the purpose God has for us is that once we complete it, he calls us home. That's right. Like, like we, I can't That's even right. be surprised. He crushed it in 26 years. Like, all right. Like, right. it might take me 80. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my exactly. gosh. Exactly. To think that, you know, yeah, he's 26. He definitely had a lot of life left to live. But bro, my dad was like, my dad told me, he was like, well, Ev, God called him home. Now he's, now he's hanging out with Jesus. And like, that's right. That's the goal. That's the golden ticket right there. That's it. Could, we couldn't ask for anything better. You know we what I mean? Could not. <laughs> we could not. We could not. You're exactly right. When I first, when it was the first day, like, I think it was last, last Tuesday, um, when I found out, I wasn't like visibly upset, but then when my dad was talking to me about it, like I hung up the phone, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and I was like, "Yeah, like we and we want to end up there. Like that's what we long Absolutely. for. We don't know how long it's gonna take. It might take that's you right. 100 years, might take me 50 years, and vice versa, right? Like we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He he couldn't be. Ch- he's chilling right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, know, in, in, in glory with a crown on his head. <laughs> and you know he's because of the life that he's lived. Dancing around, just getting after it, you know. I'm telling you, just waiting for us. Golly. Like that, and, and 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 that's what that's what fires me up, you know. Like that's what gives me hope about, and that's what gives me the most peace of when I think about the, you know, yes, the, the tragedy of it, but also the beauty in it, and the fact that man Rashad, he squeezed and he got every bit out of life and the time that he had and the place he was. And, and, and he, you know, he, he, he did it. And he did it freely and boldly and just tenaciously getting after it. Like, mm. Unreal. I love it, dude. Mm. But, but that's so the thing that, that gives me so much peace is that I know that this man lived an unwasted life, you know. I know that this man leveraged everything in his being, everything that the gift that God had given him and the gift that he would – that 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 he would fan into flames and others i know without a doubt that rashad you know he took full advantage of his time and that and that and that and that he leveraged he leveraged his love of god and his love for people to the fullest extent yeah and i think that's what i can have peace in knowing that man you know i'm not going to get that motivating message from him or i'm not going to be able to call him up and have that conversation but man, I've got so much peace with the fact that this man lived life on purpose and intentionally, and he knew he he knew Rashad was about his father's business, right? Yes, he was about his father's business because yes. he he knew that God he knew he had a purpose and he knew God sent him and he knew why God sent him, and he chased that man and 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 nobody was stopping him from that. Nobody, nobody was stopping him. 
now and think about how much more powerful he is now like because I, I i like what you say like yeah we can't call him bro we can still talk to the guy that's right and it's on a spiritual level so you know he's he's getting it like if i start talking to him he could be like oh borelli you talking to me right now like <laughs> he's gonna let him know he, yeah he'll, he'll work he'll work in our lives for sure i mean he definitely motivates me at least to like keep this whole this platform going. it's yeah. nothing huge but like that's that's not really the point to me at least and he reminded me that he goes he goes borelli it doesn't matter he's like so you just right. you just keep rolling with it boy you just keep on hitting it <laughs> I can I, I can see him saying that. <laughs> I can see that. Over the phone, I start curling. You know, I'm like doing push-ups while he's talking to me. <laughs> Let's go. I love it, man. Goodness. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the uh, little testimony. Oh, I, man, absolutely. I mean, that's just and I, you know, even the folks up here in Virginia, you know, who I've shared with, man, you know, about you know this great friend that I've lost, who. Did they know that even the way that I talk about him, that man, like, you know, that, that, that this was a special man of God. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when, when someone has lived a life like that, when someone has impacted and influenced not only yourself in that way, but countless others, and it shows you can't help but share that, right? You know, you can't help but go tell the others. It's, in, it's insane. <laughs> it's wild. I appreciate it, man. What's going on, Justin Kraft? <laughs> just hanging out, man. Just trying to survive. Sorry, I was drinking water. That's what's up, man. <laughs> I got to stay hydrated during these calls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you. Dude, look at your mustache, bro. What the heck? I know. You like that? First of all, I haven't gotten a haircut in like two months, and I look like I could put this in a bun. Dude, your hair looks good for two months though. Like mine's like all shaggy and like super Dude, long. I get those, I get those uh, good fades from uh, Pablo's Barbershop. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds like the hookup. Shout out to Pablo and all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, I um, first want to say, oh, get my notes here. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. Um, I know I reached out to you about a week ago, but like things to marinate in people's brains before I actually get on a call. So um, I talked to Devon too. He was, he was my last little recording. Um, oh, awesome. They're both be like linked together. Um, but anyway, okay, cool. basically what we're doing is um, Rashad actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago. I want to say it was about a month and a half ago or so. Um, he called me when I was at drill and I mentioned this to Devon and he was like, what's good brother. You know, we were like catching up, just like talking yeah. things. He was asking about the podcast and he wanted to be on the podcast. So I was like, then all, then everything happened. And I was like, dang, like, well, he's got to still be on it. You know what I mean? Like why not yeah. do like a little tribute to like him and his story and like the impact he's had on people. So um, him and I weren't obviously, really 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 close but we had like a different like spiritual connection i guess you could say yeah um, i say the same thing the same goes for a lot of people out there because he touched so many people's lives so um i asked devon the same thing but i'll ask you like what what sort of stood out to you with with rashad and like what would be like your uh what's like your little tidbit with him dang man um i would say what the big thing that stood out for me um like the dude was a savage, like physically he was a PT stud, like whatever. Um, but at the same time, he wasn't afraid to like show his faith. And yeah. like, that was, that was what was cool to me. Um, Cause like, 
I'd say like two years, they changed priests there at that school and I stopped going cause I didn't really like the new guy and being around Rashad, like got me interested, like ignited that fire in me to make me want to like get back into church and getting back in the word and stuff like that. And that's when I was like, I was like, yo, like this dude's running around, he's racking knobs, racking upperclassmen, getting his stuff done, like hazing us on the deck. But then he turns around and he's like spitting scripture and not just like, you know, he's not just one of those guys talking it. Like he lived it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's what stood out to me was like, you know, he was able to do it on all measures. Yeah. I was telling Devon too, you think it's kind of crazy how he was the voice for his squad. And then he, oh became, my gosh. he became like the voice of Jesus as I call it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His, his voice, like I swear it would echo. Like you could hear him clear yeah. across campus. Dude, even when I was a when I was a junior, I was telling Devon the same thing, man. Like, and I'll even reiterate, like I'd be having like a bad day about something, something would be going down, and we had this long handshake. <laughs> <laughs> he'd scream, dude, at the top of his lungs, his booming voice. He'd scream my name, and I'd be like, I'd be like, sir, yes, sir, like as a joke. And then I run over to him. He'd be like, and he'd stick his hand out, and we would like do the shake, and it was like a long handshake. I'm talking like my hand would go into his hand, we slap back. He would like, he would like do like a cut move. I would like shoot a bow and arrow. He'd shoot the three. Like it was like <laughs> so extra. And after it was done, like when it was like nice and smooth, he would be like, "Let's go!" He'd be like screaming, and, he, and then he'd like calm down. He'd be like, so "How you doing, man?" I'm like, yeah. "What?" He would just instantly just like flip like that. Yeah. Cause he, he like, he genuinely, he was one of the only people I know. Well, there's a handful of people, but he was one of the people in my life that he genuinely cared about every single person he talked to ever. Bro, he, he didn't forget a thing. No, ever. Like, he knew what I was doing. He knew what other people were doing. Like he knew their weekend schedule, you know, like, and he, he remember small details and he would check up on you. Yeah. like, hey, how's, how's this? How's that? And you, I, for me, like, I would just be like, yo, I got to write all this down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew everything about everyone. It was pretty humbling, and it fired me up when he, when he called me a couple weeks ago or about a month and a half ago just to catch up. He's like, man, I am the worst when it comes to calling people back, bro. He's like, I owe you, I owe you like 10 callbacks and a handful of texts. <laughs> I was like, you're good, dude. Don't worry about it. Like, he goes, bro, we got to link up, man. I'm trying to be on that podcast, man. You'd be spitting some motivation, dude. <laughs> I'm like, bro, if you were on my podcast, I don't know how many views I'd get, but <laughs> I don't really care about the views, but like you got some serious fire. You'd be like top 10 on Spotify with all that. Dude, because he Let's... just, he speaks a good word. He just like, and it's like Devon was saying, he, Devon called it like the, um, Rashad, he was tracking the vertical line, like between himself and God, but then he was always growing that horizontal line, you know, to complete the cross of like yeah. the person to person relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. When he would talk to you or talk to me, it would be like he would just radiate positivity and faith, like immediately. Every time I talked to him, put me in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, even if it was like junior year when I'm sitting there like bracing for him, I'm like, you know, sir, good morning, sir. And, you know, he's like, hey, man, how's it going today? And he's like sitting there like unbuckling my belt like he's about to destroy it or something. But like I left that in a good mood. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember there was a time where I was, I think I was walking outside of Bond Hall and yeah, I stopped and he was there and he started laughing. He started laughing t t 20 feet before he saw me, like before, like before like he came up to me and I like, I stood there, you know, I'm like standing at attention, 
Um, and for context of people that are listening to all this, because like not everybody knows, <laughs> you're trying out for that, that uh, drill team at the Citadel. If a senior who's in it sees you, you have to stop and say good morning to them out of like respect that they're in the group. And then they can inspect your uniform because you have to look good all the time. So you're basically a freshman again, bald head, you're freaking out, you're stressed out about stuff. He came up to me, he starts, bro, like hardcore checking all my stuff. He was like, let me see your handkerchief. Let me see like your brass, like your belt buckle. Let me see like your shoes. Like, but the whole time he was like, so man, you doing all right? And like, he is like hardcore inspecting my brass. Oh yeah. And he's like, man, look at this little thing right here. And he was like, look, pointing those like some little scratches I had in my brass. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I was like, I felt like he was like the disappointed dad. Yeah. He's like, but you still get after it though. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. See that, that's what I loved about him. Like he was a straight savage. Like he would do that. But then, like, he, he demanded you to be at your best. But he was, like, respectful about it. Like, he was good about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's just a good – just a genuine, like, good-natured dude. Uh, you couldn't beat it. Yeah, beat and, it. And, and really what I want to talk to you about is, like, what, like, what are we going to do now? You know, like, he was the example. And he still is, really. Like, I can't really dismiss – we can never dismiss that he – it's not like he's not the example anymore. I mean, heck, he's living the dream. He's living the dream we all dream about. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Oh, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, what are the things that, like, we're going to do? Because, like, he – we were essentially his, like uh, – when I, I say like – I mean, Protégés. Yeah, protégés. That's the exact yeah. word I was going to use. Like, because we're, like, younger than him, you know? Yeah. I looked up to him, and he wasn't that much older. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no. I feel like he's called us to do a lot of things. And I think you mentioned – you were talking about this over text. I was going to have you talk about it, like the things that his mama was saying at his, uh, at his service. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you got to watch yeah. one live. Man, that thing, I, I tell you, like when, when his mom started talking, like the thing that really hit me was, um, she said she didn't remember how long ago it was, but she said it was fairly recent. She said that Rashad and her had a conversation and he said, if I die before you, mom, tell my boys, grab a shovel and fill in my grave. And, you know, she stopped for a second. She said his boys, like his friends, the the Citadel, like everything. And she said, Rashad went on, um, uh, you know, fill in my grave. Don't be sad because I'm like, don't, don't stop grinding because I'm gone. There's still work to be done. And like, you know, you can take that in a spiritual context. I mean, it's, it's been awesome seeing everybody dive into the word, like to respect Rashad. So, you know, people, um, I got a couple friends that are like tagging me and stuff on Instagram and Facebook, uh, you know, like just daily scripture and stuff like that, you know? So whether it's something in a spiritual realm or something in, you know, work or life or something like that, you know, there, there's still work to be done. And I feel like the best way to honor Rashad for us is just, just keep working. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Like he woke up every day grinding. And at the end of the day, dude, he's hanging out with Jesus right now. He like expects us to do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like even yeah. more so now. Cause he can see every, he can see everybody. <laughs> I can, I can hear that voice just yelling down right now. Like you, you sit there and relax for one second. You know, he's coming right behind but you. Like, Boy, if you don't get up, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get your lazy, butt, <laughs> your lazy behind, that's what he would say behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible, dude. I and I've I've been seeing that more and more too. Because he had that, dude. It was like four. It was like no, five years ago. He had that FCA thirty day challenge. Five years ago, he posted that. Yeah. The video of him running, talking about how like this body we have isn't even ours to begin with. So why not 
Like if you're going to give anything to anybody, you expect them to take care of it. God gave us this body. He expects us to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he embodied that. Oh my gosh. To the T. Cause he was one of the most physically fit men I ever met. <laughs> right? no, he's an absolute stud. Total savage. <laughs> yeah. I That's say, incredible that he said that to his mom. Yeah. There was another thing. Um, and it was kind of cool. Cause, um, just like some background to it. So he was the commander in November for yeah. the 2017 year. And yeah. then I got to be the commander the following year. So he passed the reins down to me. Um, and he let me steal a quote from his speech for hell night. So hell night for the freshmen, you know, they're all sitting there line cadres waiting to just run out and start yelling at them, yeah, yeah. you know, destroy them. Um, and he said at the very end of his speech, you will fear God above my cadre but by God, you will fear my cadre. And like when he, when I sat down with him, like after, like before junior, my junior year, before I got, you know, everything passed down to me, he said, this is my speech. That's what I said. And like instantly, like I got, I got chills from it. And he was like, I, I just looked at him. I go, Hey, can I steal that? And he goes, yeah. He goes, that's all you, man. So like, when I said that, like it, it was one of those moments. It was almost like I felt him like sitting like right over my shoulder, like, even though he was still with us at that time, you know, still walking the earth. It was just like, you know, looking at the knobs in the eyes and then sitting there saying like, you know, you're going to be a God fearing man, but then you're going to fear the cadre that's about to just like tear you apart. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, it was him like thinking of things like that. Like he was so smooth with words, just the way he talked. Yeah. That was, that was legendary. Dude, good for you. Epic move there taking his – because he is a speaker among speakers, bro. <laughs> oh, he is. He is. Like, he can take, you know, the simplest conversation and he can flip it around and, you know, turn it into a million-dollar speech. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He had, he definitely had a good way of communicating. Um, oh, that's, that is incredible. He um, – I have, like, no words for that. That's <laughs> just savage, dude. <laughs> yo, I, I had to. I asked him instantly. I was like, yo, do you mind if I steal that? He was like, go for it. <laughs> absolutely he's yeah. all fired up now he's getting yeah. excited he's like, he was like oh yeah <laughs> yeah man even yeah. when i was a junior he was one of the commanders he was one of the quiet he was quiet in an, in one sense but loud in another sense so yeah when when me and liam were trying to help you know run the whole battalion and then you know him and all the other commanders and um again for those of you that don't know like the citadel has like a student-led college essentially so like we all get the opportunity if you're if you're qualified you get the opportunity to like lead other people which kind of makes it a different school because i mean you could be like the president of a fraternity at a regular college which is probably very challenging <laughs> keeping everybody scored away <laughs> same kind of thing it's a leadership role but yeah the military environment so it's a little i feel like it's a little bit more intense than like the average like day-to-day -day life because it's like much more rigid but anyway when i was growing a lot in my leadership skills i would have watched rashad lead people and do he would he would like rack someone out for like 10 seconds get them all like squealy and then he would like bring it he'd reel it back and he would became like their dad you yeah know he'd I mean? hype them back up he'd be like but you did like he'd let them know what they did wrong but then say hey you did this this and this good you know keep going throughout the day push through the day finish the day strong yeah and for, for as much as we we didn't really talk whenever when once he did call me a couple weeks ago i felt like it was like we have been talking forever. Yeah. He was asking me how the podcast was going. He was like, dude, I am unbelievably proud of you for like, for doing this because people don't realize how like 
it's a big step to like start to like outwardly talk about your faith and like put it on a platform. And like, he's like, people didn't agree with me when, you know, I made career changes to do FCA and like start being the, the chaplain for the, uh, the Citadel's football team and like do all that stuff. Like people didn't agree with that because it quote, wasn't making me a lot of money, quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah. you think I care? He's like, that's not the whole point of life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's like, so for you to get on a platform and talk about, you know, the main thing, keeping like God first and like doing all, he's like, you are just like crushing it, bro. But like, I was looking to him for like inspiration and guidance because like I would keep up on his like posts and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. He called me, you know, when he decided to do that career change, I remember he called me and talked to me about it and was like asking my advice and you know how I felt. And for him to ask me for advice, I was, I was like awestruck because it, I was always looking up to him. Yeah. You know, he was the guy that sat there and openly wouldn't push faith on somebody, Mm -mm. but he openly welcomed everybody. And if you had questions, he would, you know, he would let you have it. Like he would open it all up to you. Um, and like, that was, that was my thing is I just told him, Hey man, just continue to pray about it and keep doing what you feel, you know, he's calling you to do. I was like, you know, obviously you're feeling that way for a reason and you know, the boys all support you. Mm-hmm. and dude. yeah i just remember him he was just like he was like thanks man i appreciate it yeah and yeah and it, he absolutely crushed it because watching like you know how well he did with fca and everything like that place it seemed like it grew and everybody got close and it was awesome yeah yeah i know that if he's um i never really i so i can't really wrap my head around the whole concept of like when people say like i know that you're listening to me you know like rashad like if he's if he's listening to this kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. I would just tell the man he has no idea, like the impact that he had on so many people. Like it, it, it's like not. I can't even put it into words. Like I would equate if we have if we have to like sit here and like compare, which like I don't want because like he lived his life and it was like the most epic <laughs> life ever. <laughs> Like, dude, he probably had as big of an impact on people as like some big name people out there that we know. You know, hundred oh, I mean? percent. But it was yeah. more. Home, it was more like homebound. It wasn't like this. Like, yeah, he didn't have this global thing, but that didn't matter. Like the amount of the people that he touched in his in his circle, like FCA and being a chaplain with the football team and like his old high school and stuff like that. Like that whole community, unchanged forever. Like they will never forget him. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, so. he wasn't worried about, you know, making it big and, you know, making the money or, you know, being Instagram famous or anything like that. Like, he was worried about making a difference in the community he was in. Yeah, have you heard his, um, I forget who it was. It looked like he was on, like, a sports broadcasting interview. He was in the middle of two other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Asking him all these, like, football questions. They're like, so, uh, talk to us about the offense. He's like, football, I'm just out here to talk about God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like. He's like, uh, you know, coach wants you to play football. Uh, coach D wants you to get strong. He's like, I just want you to know God. <laughs> what a savage, dude. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, yo, that, that's great. Like, he's out there, like, supporting the boys of football. But at the end of the day, he's like, I'm there to help you grow your relationship with, with God. Yeah, And dude. that was awesome. Like, he wasn't afraid to just put it out there. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Yeah. That, like, Being that. able to be open about it and, like, own it. and that's like the maturity aspect of it. Like he was so confident in himself. Like Rashad's confidence was out the roof. Yeah. You know, but it, I, ne- I never saw him as like 
a guy with a big ego or like oh never he was never. so level with everybody yet his own in, inner confidence like that whole like the vertical line between himself and god was like yeah. so strong like i would be like yeah if you told me to do something i would do it yeah like he wasn't the guy that had to like puff his chest out to like establish dominance no. like he was there he was happy he was present um but he was like respect he was he had the bro mentality with everybody you know totally. didn't matter who you were he was like what's up man wasn't afraid to you know dap you up give you a hug whatever it was yeah yeah incredible well i um oh no i figured i would do this for for him and i know that he would definitely appreciate it um and i'm sure he, i'm sure he's listening i like to think that right <laughs> He's like, y'all boys out here just getting it right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, enough about me. Talk about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's like, don't yeah. talk about me, right? He's like, pull some scripture in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Come on, reel, reel in some verses. Come on. I want you I want y'all to say some words <laughs> out of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nah, he's, um. oh, man, I wish I had his favorite. He talks about it in a video, his favorite verse. Oh, I got it. Do you have it pulled I up? It. Yeah, I have been, uh, I have been listening to some of his videos man i just i can't get enough of them but the one he had in his ring um yes he had it in a different uh you know there's a, a million different versions of it yeah um but it was first corinthians 2 and 9 mm -hmm. you know what no eye has seen nor ear heard nor heart of man imagined what god has prepared for those who love him and it was that was just like I've heard so many verses, you know, I had Psalms 55, uh, what was it? 55, 18 in my ring, you know, but when I heard, you know, first Corinthians two and nine, like it completely changed, you know, I was always focused on like verses that like directly related to me at the time or impacted me at the time. But Rashad's was like, you know, he looked at things as a whole, you know, your relationship with God and everything like as a whole. And like that verse just like summed it all up. It wasn't anything like particular to you at that time. It was just life. Yeah. And that verse is basically saying like, we have no idea what God has planned for us, but if you love him, he going to rock, he going to rock your socks yeah. off, dude. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why Rashad was so successful. Um, you know, cause he wasn't worried about money. He wasn't worried about anything like that. He, was happy where he was. He was happy in the path that, you know, he was walking. And I think that's why he did so good. You know, he, he lived yeah. the life that God wanted him to, and he, he crushed it. I try to imagine like what that looks like from like God's perspective and God's probably like, hi right, man, you're like totally maxing out your calling right now. Yeah. He's yeah. over there. Like time for a little upgrade time for the next chapter. I'm bringing you help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you get any older boy, you better run the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't, I can't slow you down. You just, every speed bump I threw, like you just ran straight through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Unbelievable. I had, um, I had Proverbs 27, 17, um, put on the full armor of gods that, no, that's, that's Ephesians six. What am I saying? The, um, a friend sharpeneth another friend as iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Those are my two. So Ephesians six, like 12 through 14, it's the whole put on the, full armor, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after doing everything, everything you've done to stand. So that was like one of, my, one of my like when I'm embracing the suck kind of verses I'd lean on. Like I would imagine myself like putting on the armor of God, like his Holy yeah. Spirit, you know, like give me strength if we're like going through the suck or something like that. But during college, I leaned on that Proverbs verse 
a friend sharpeneth another friend like iron sharpens iron and iron sharpens irons in my ring. Um, yeah. Scott and I actually have the same, the same thing in our ring. So it says like his name and my name and then iron sharpens iron on both of ours. And then our uh, company with graduation year. But, um, even like that, dude, he embodies that quote. It's like, it's like every quote you can think of, he embodies in some, in some capacity. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like Rashad never took the armor off. Like, you no. know, um, the, the local church back up here, um, the pastor did one on, you know, putting on the armor of God. And he's like, you know, at the end of our fight, like we take off the armor, you know, cause you, you served your time, you go, you know, spend yeah. your eternity in heaven. And then it was just like, he, I feel like Rashad never took it off. Yeah. Like, like he's still wearing it and he's like standing guard at the front gate right now. Like, <laughs> Waiting for us, boys. He goes, he goes we, we, we pass away, right? We go to heaven. He's like, boy, you better show me that bell buckle. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, He's the, like, it's one of the best it's stories. I feel like Rashad's just going to, you know, as soon as, you know, God willing, I get there one day. But he's just, as soon as he sees me, I'm just, he's going to just point to the ground and drop. Somebody in my company didn't greet him one time. And he came up to me and he goes, from now on, when you see me, just go ahead, drop, start pushing. And he was Dude, like, too much. He, said, he said, don't get up until, until you can't see me no more. He saw me the next day and he was like, I'm sorry, man. I just had to, I had to apologize. I was hoping to catch that kid and he wasn't there. So I had to take it out on somebody. <laughs> Bro, that is too much. What a nutcase. That guy's, oh. yeah, that's, that's amazing, dude. It's amazing to reflect on stuff like this. Um, I know like day to day life, it's kind of hard to, to think about, other people but after all this has happened i've realized how important it is to think about other people and like reach out and like talk to like our buddies and stuff because that was all rashad that was his whole life was talking to people and yeah and spreading the word and spreading love and positivity and you know it's it's sad sometimes that like we're you know we're still here on earth trying to find our purpose and Rashad found his and like shout out to him for being like punching that golden ticket. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. it took something like that for me to realize like, nah, he, he definitely had the right idea when it, <laughs> yeah. when it comes to how to live life. Like maybe I should get some Rashad juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, he, he lived it. I mean, just looking at it the best way you possibly could. Yeah. Incredible. I appreciate you. Um, giving your little testimony, giving your little, your snippet of Rashad. I, um, yeah. Hopefully he's he's a, a legend. Definitely one that, uh, one that I'll never forget. Yeah. He helped me get to where I was. I no way I would have been as successful, you know, in college or coming out of college if it weren't for him. Yeah. Hopefully I've, I've pieced enough stuff together to kind of make it a worthwhile little, little tribute. Um, but yeah, I just, I think more than just you and Devon, because I've, because y'all two were, were available today. Um, everyone who's, you know, made changes and, and realized like what Rashad was really trying to do. Like I'm seeing it all over social media, people realizing like, I think Rashad has something. I think he had the right idea or something, Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I'm seeing it all over, like all over Instagram stories, people posting scripture and, and their workouts. Yeah. I'm like, Yo, that's what he would, that's exactly what he's been trying to tell us for the past five years. Like take yeah. care of your body and get one, get, be one with Jesus. Yeah. And now everyone's starting to do it. 
you know, yeah, people are redoing that 30 day challenge, you know, 30 day yeah. challenge. And they're doing like a, a scripture a day and stuff like that, you know, and then going and getting their runs in and stuff like that. Cause you know, Rashad, like that man, he could run. <laughs> you know, he's watching too. Like, so I went for a run this morning and I was thinking about him cause I was like feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. And then of course, right when I think of Rashad, I'm like, come on, dude. Like you gotta, you gotta sneak your motivational little like, psyche in me right now like to tell me i'm soft or whatever you're saying to me you know what i mean yeah i can hear him just be like man you slow speed up <laughs> well if you don't get your behind up you know <laughs> like oh come on rashad i'm tired he's like uh-uh, nope got more than that more than that more to do than that <laughs> still work to be done <laughs> i love that man that's incredible what what his mom said too just to touch on that again just oh like, dude i like i think that was the point when you know, I kind of broke down. I like when it's like you and, you know, just like you said, when we were talking, like texting about it, it's almost like he knew like, yeah, like it, it was, it was crazy for him to be able to come forward and say that. Like, that's not a lot of people say that when they're, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't call my mama and be like, make sure my buddies like bury me and and start squatting with a shovel over their head. Yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially what, what Rashad was saying. Yeah, he was essentially saying, uh, Carl Lewis Day, start going. <laughs> Fun fact, Carl Lewis was an Olympic sprinter, and we had to do three hours of legs one day, and Rashad was all about that life, and I hated it. Yeah, and then takes off sprinting, and that man is one of the fastest guys you will ever see in your life. His legs were so long. <laughs> he covered so much ground. Like, every th- three of my steps was like a half of his step. Yeah, well, I, you know me. I got those stubby legs. You take one step. I was taking 10. Yeah, I think you're shorter than me, dude. RIP yeah. your thighs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he would try. He would race us on the deck. He'd be like, all right, let's go. And he would race somebody, come back. And then the next person would get up and start running. And he would give them a head start, still sprint and beat them. And he would just race each person individually, beat them all. And he'd be like, y'all too slow. Go, go lunch somewhere. <laughs> just do some uh, single leg bear crawls while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a way with, with getting us motivated because he wasn't very degrading, but just really encouraging and a powerful dude. Just so savage. But yeah, 100%. I appreciate you coming on here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. you having me. I knew uh, when you were talking about Rashad, man, I had to, I had to share some of those stories because he, yeah. he was a good dude. Yeah, I'm trying to – I don't know. I know, that, I know that there's hundreds of hundreds of stories about him, but – I figured, you know, pick some people I know that were close to him and it adds to the to the tribute, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because he wanted to be on anyway, so I was like, why don't I have him on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's sitting down, he's like, oh, yeah, I made it. He's, I like, made oh. it. he's like, my boy Borelli, we got Justin, we got the bomb, <laughs> my boys out here, come on. <laughs> he probably wants us to talk for like three hours while Rashad – I yeah. have three-hour podcast. <laughs> I know he's sitting there checking his watch. He's like, "That's it." <laughs> he's like, "Really? That's all I get?" <laughs> not, even, not even me. He's like, "Really? That's all Jesus gets?" Because only yeah. like that. I'm like, "Come on, dude." <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm not at your level yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I appreciate it, man. Though, thanks for um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's all we got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Look forward to the next conversation next Sunday. And remember, always keep the main thing the main thing.